Moncrief on News Talk. We're going to start off with what you could describe as a good news, bad news scenario. The good news is that on St. Patrick's Day, you can get free pints in Dublin. The bad news is that it's Dublin, Ohio. Sarah Blatnick is the marketing manager for Visit Dublin, Ohio. Afternoon, Sarah. Hello. So how many pints are we talking? So I believe it's $200 worth of pints um, per visitors for St. Patrick's Day. Right. That, and, uh, any rough idea how many pints you'd get for $200? I think that that's at, le- at the bare minimum 20, but I'd say you could probably get 30 out of that. Okay. And and uh, is the way it works, you kind of turn up and uh, and you have to prove you're Irish and you get a chit. Yes, you sure do. You have to let us know you're coming, um, you know, show your ID so that you can prove that you are Irish. And then not only will we give you free pints, but we'll also give you a great time in Dublin, Ohio. Uh, lots of Dublin, Ohio swag and, you know, a full St. Patrick's Day experience here oh. in the other Dublin. Okay. And, and uh, when you get this chick, can you use it in any bar in, in Dublin, Ohio? Yep. It'll be similar to like a, a credit card that could be used at any spot. Okay, sweet one. What, uh, so uh, tell us something of the history of the place. Uh, who named it Dublin? Sure, yeah. So um, the people who settled the land, um, the name, the family's name, they were the Cells, um, and that was in 1803. Um, they, they made the area village in 1810, and at that time, the surveyor of the land, um, a man that goes by John Shields, uh, was giving the, given the naming rights, and he is actually a native Dublin Islander and the area reminded him of his homeland, and so he decided Dublin, Ohio, it is. Right. Okay. And uh, do you, is it known what re- what it was about it that reminded him of Dublin? Um, it was there. As the story goes, he saw the sun coming over rolling hills, and the land just made him nostalgic for his birthplace. Oh um, God. So, so we've, you know, since then um, in Dublin have really kind of embraced um, celebrating the Irish spirit and fun and hospitality um, and have a lot of great things beyond St. Patrick's Day that we do um, to kind of celebrate that with one of the largest Irish festivals in the world, great pubs, different experiences that you can have here to celebrate Irish year round. And is there a large Irish American community there? There is not. We get that question a lot. Um, it's really just based on um, the, the name of the city. Obviously, when people hear Dublin, um, they automatically think Dublin, Ireland. Um, so that's really the, the true connection. Yeah. OK, well, they'd be pretty confused if they ended up uh, in Ohio and thought they were in I Ireland. I would think so. That yep. would be uh, that would be <laughs> hopefully they'd laugh about it at some point. So, uh, so right. what? what well, and now, and as you said, you do kind of lean into that Dublin connection so, uh, quite a lot. So for, for St. Patrick's Day, uh, mm-hmm. apart from uh, uh, staggering around the streets uh, uh, full of free pints, what else would be going on there? Yeah, so we have one of the best St. Patrick's Day um, celebrations in the state of Ohio. We have a large parade um, that will be on March 9th. Um, it is a two-hour-long parade, everything from bands um, and floats to Irish dancing. Um, but we also have a pub crawl, of course. Uh, that's the following weekend that'll take place on the 16th. The really cool thing about um, the area in what our downtown Dublin is, is it's all what we call a Dora district, which means that you can carry adult beverages from one spot to another. Um, okay. So it makes the pub crawl a lot of fun. Um, 
We also have just different businesses that lean into St. Patrick's Day. Of course, all of our Irish pubs have their own parties and celebrations. Um, but we also have a rooftop bar that has currently has igloos. And they are doing St. Patrick's Day igloos, all lit up green, decorated, partnering with Jameson um, to bring that experience to people. So a lot of different things going on um, in the next two weeks. So if people do decide to make the trip between March 8th and 18th, they can see it all for themselves. Uh, Now, uh, one of our listeners, Mary, who lives uh, in County Meath in Ireland, uh, has a question for you. Her daughter lives in Columbus. So Mm -hmm. would she qualify if she just produces her Irish passport, does she qualify? No. So you do have to make the trip um, to <laughs> sorry, Mary. D- from Ireland to Ohio. Um, and luckily, we do have a new flight that actually is a direct flight from Dublin, Ireland to Cleveland, Ohio, which is just about two hours north of us. Um, so it would be a pretty easy trip, really, um, That with that new direct flight. Um, and just a quick drive down to Dublin. Okay. And are there many other Dublins in the US? Are, are you competing with the other Dublins in that respect? So there are a surprising amount of Dublins in the US. Um, I, from, from my research, we are the only one that like really, really leans into to the Irish spirit and fun and hospitality. But I believe there's 14 other Dublins. Some wow. of them are so- some of them are smaller areas that aren't, you know, who, who haven't become full cities at this point. Um, but yeah, there are quite a few um, and we would love to have them to Dublin, Ohio, too. And your Dublin, what, what's kind of the population size there? What, what are we talking about? So we are just over 50,000 um, currently. So we became it. We've had a rapid um, growth in our population. We became a city in 1987. And at that point, the population was at about 11,000. Um, And today, in 2024, we're over 50,000. So um, growing, a great place not only to visit, but to live and work. Um, So, yeah, we have a a great place here um, that I think people really enjoy. And the people who live in Dublin, do they tend to work in Dublin? Or does it kind of act as a suburb to another part of Ohio? A a lot of people do uh, work here. We have a large corporate base here. So big um, corporate companies like Wendy's, um, Cardinal Health. Um, a lot of large corporate headquarters are in Dublin. So if you do live here, you know, you can also work here, which makes it great, you know, short commute. We have a lot of great amenities in Dublin that you normally wouldn't find in a smaller city. Um, it really does feel like a small town, very charming, very clean, very um, safe. Um, and we have all of that, but then also a lot of the great amenities that you could find in Columbus, which is the capital um, of the state, just about 20 minutes away from us. And and the people who live in Dublin, I mean, if they're, you know, uh, Italian-American or German-American, do they ever go, you know, stop with all the Irishness? Uh, you're, what about us? So I think most people really do embrace um, the, the Irish feel here. All of our high schools, um, you know, we have the Celts, the Irish... And uh, the Shamrocks are the the mascots of our three high schools here. All of our fire hydrants are green. You see Shamrocks on all of the logos of different businesses from everything from banks, um, you know, to, of course, ourselves and dry cleaners. So I think people really do embrace it here Um, with the Dublin Irish Festival, which is the first weekend in August um, every year. One of the largest three day Irish festivals in the world. It brings in over 100,000 people. Um, I think people are really proud to be in a city that's really small, but, um, you know, we put on these really large, great events and, and have this really great community centric feel, 
um, where people are really, really proud to be from here. Yeah, and I, I did look at some pictures earlier on. You have a lovely bridge uh, yes. in, in the city. Does that divide the city into a north side and south side? It does not, actually. So that connect, it's more of a connector than a divider. Um, we call that area downtown Dublin. It's made up of historic Dublin, um, which is really the heart of the city and where it all started. You can find small businesses, um, buildings on the National Register of Historic Places. Um, you'll see the owners of the businesses in their business on that side of the river. Um, then the Dublin Link, which is the pedestrian bridge um, that connects Historic Dublin to Bridge Park. Bridge Park is a new development, lots of entertainment, nightlife, restaurants, attractions. We have a huge um, public market there. They have a great uh, farmer's market during the spring and summer. Um, and so really, uh, the two sides work as one big destination known as downtown Dublin right. um, that has park space and public art and um, lots of things for people to do. And as I mentioned, it's also a district, a door, what we call a door, a district where you can carry a drink from one side to the other. If you're wanting to shop, go to dinner um, and experience a little bit of everything. It's kind of the best of both worlds is how we think of our, our downtown area. OK, so, yeah, because this Dublin is kind of divided between the north side and the south side. So you don't have a similar division to that. Or is it maybe east west? Nope, we do not. Okay. Um, it's very much, like I said, collaborative. We have events, like, for example, example our, um, our pub crawl for St. Paddy's Day that is coming up um, has stops on both sides of the river. So you do cross over that pedestrian bridge um, and, and kind of go from um, that kind of historic feel to that, that new um, and exciting side. Um, but all part of the downtown Dublin experience. Yeah. And is there a worry at all? I have uh, particularly the people who own the bars in Dublin, mm -hmm. is there a worry that so many people will take you up on this offer you might actually run out of drink? I don't think they're worried about that. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I think, I think that they're excited um, and would love, you know, would love to have some folks who, who are from the place that we share the name with. We might as well share a couple pints, right? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, somebody wants to know, is there a cork in Ohio? Um, not that I know of, okay. but there are a lot of other cities that share names um, with uh, with other countries and cities. Um, for example, what we we were just talking about this last night. There was a there's a Holland in Michigan, which of course is same as the. Uh, European country, but I don't think there is a Cork, Ohio. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that, that's uh, some of our uh, some of our Cork listeners uh, might be a bit disappointed with that. Because, I was going to say, and, and if they know, I would love to know. Well, as far as they're concerned, Cork is always better than Dublin. Uh, so <laughs> a lot of them won't fly out. I'm afraid, just uh, just on principle. Uh, thank you so much, Sarah, for talking with us today. There was Sarah Blatnick there, uh, marketing director for Visit Dublin, Ohio. Uh, right, someone, uh, God, someone's done their sums already. Uh, well, someone else says I'm traveling with my family. Ask how safe it is. Well, you heard, obviously, she's going to say it's uh, very safe. It's very fa family friendly, is a phrase they use there quite a lot. Uh, I just did a quick calculation on a trip to Dublin, Ohio. If you flew out on the 13th of March and back on the 18th, flights and accommodation would set you back 642 euro. That's a bar. That's that's a bargain. In comparison, some of the hotels in Dublin, Ireland, are charging 575 for one night in Dublin on the 17th. So including drinks, forget about it. Well, the drinks are free. I mean, if that's the price of going back and forth to Dublin, Ohio, that's an absolute bargain. 
Moncrief. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.